Let's talk about the liquor store. Your daily Lex. So the first challenge with the liquor store for me is that typically if I'm going there, not every time, but much of the time, I'm also buying other supplies. Uh, I'm hosting a poker night or having friends over or whatever. So I'm going to go to the supermarket and grab some stuff. And then I'm going to go to the liquor store and grab some alcohol. I just grab alcohol, the actual chemical alcohol. Anyway, so alcohol is on the periodic table, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, so when I, the supermarket that I go to when I'm going to the liquor store, they're both in the same uh, shopping center, but they're kind of on opposite ends of the shopping center. They're close enough that you could make the argument, you know, park in the middle and walk to each of them or park close to one and just walk to the other and back. But they're slightly too far apart across this parking lot to really make that sane, especially if you know you're going to be toting either a couple of bags of groceries or a couple of cases of beer, bottles of wine, whatever. Not true cases, like 12 packs or something. And um, I learned yesterday that a case refers to 24. I didn't know. So yesterday, I once again am almost paralyzed by that debate. Do I uh, move the car when I'm done in the supermarket? I've bought the pumpkin spice Oreos and the peanut butter Oreos and the, uh, the sour cream and egg potato chips and the pretzels and the generic Chex Mix alternative. Do I... Now, now that I put them in the car, do I drive the car over to the liquor store or do I, uh, do I just walk? And so I always drive. I always debate it, but I always drive it. Driving to a liquor store, I always buckle up my seatbelt first because I cannot drive my car without buckling. I just, it doesn't happen. So for the 20 second drive across the parking lot, I'm buckled. And, uh, I thought that, oh, that'll be a thing I could talk about on your daily Lex tomorrow. This interesting <laughs> conundrum of the parking lot situation. Then I go to the liquor store. Now, I don't think we buy all that much alcohol, but as I may have mentioned on this show in the past, uh, near the end of the summer, when I went into the liquor store, the guy who owns it and is always there behind the counter is like, Hey, you're the guy who likes all those summer beers. Right. And I said, yes. And he said, well, you should try. I have my last box of Coors light summer ale or whatever the hell they call it. And you should try it. Cause you'll like it. And I said, I don't really want it. And he said, no, it's good. You're going to like it. Trust me. So I trusted him and got it. And it was good. And I kept thinking to myself, is, do I have, <laughs> I don't think I have an alcohol problem. <laughs> we really actually do not drink very much at all. But I was thinking to myself, uh, is it problematic that the guy who runs the liquor store recognize me and knows my taste in liquor? Or is it just wonderful? And I decided in the end, it was probably just wonderful. Uh, so last night I'm there, I bought a 12 pack of Heineken light and a six pack of Corona light in advance of poker night tonight that rhymed a lot. And, uh, when I got to the counter, somebody else was there and they were talking in a language that I don't know. It was not English. And when they finished, I'm holding these heavy cases. I put them up and I put my credit card on top of one of the cases. And the guy goes, I'm going to need to see some ID. And I, <laughs> I have no problem showing ID. I showed ID. I thanked him. Uh, but I thought it was so funny that the guy who always recognizes me, or the guy who one time seemingly recognized me, uh, now needed to see my ID. And then I realized I did look different today, uh, that day, because I was wearing my glasses. I wear my glasses anytime I drive, and I didn't take them off upon exiting my car for my 22nd parking lot jaunt. Uh, and so I realized that he may well think I am Superman. Lex. Lex.